welcome to episode 147 of Wing Sauce. It's just Connor and I again. Um, talk a little Wings hockey so far. Not so good. Surprisingly, they haven't won a couple of games that we thought they would this week. Um, other than that, how you doing, Connor? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, well, they, they did win the uh, the Chicago game. So they... The Flyers were well, the, was the other one I was talking about. That yeah. Been... Yeah, so... I, so they lost one that I thought they would win. They won one that I thought they should win. And then they lost one I thought they should lose. Um, so, I mean, and it I'm is sure what you it is at this point. But use I, your reasoning I, to decide who we should have lost to. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. But I will say, I mean, what I don't really know. It's hard to, like, after the trade deadline, it's hard to figure out what teams they should beat and what teams they should not beat because they're a different team than what they were before. And, and now, right, we're in a way different position, to your point. It, we're not we're not pushing for a playoff spot. We're we're just we're pushing for. I, 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 we're gonna get into this because I, I had a, I had a deep discussion yesterday about uh, draft picks and the trade. Um, just because oh. I went to a simulator, so I, I want to talk a little bit more about that and kind of get your views on it. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, I mean the the players should be having the same mindset. It it's impossible to not know what happened to the team though. If you're a player, like just mentally to mm-hmm. to go to the rink, but they're going to be giving it 100. percent It's not going to change that. I guess I mean more of that like from a fan in a in a GM level, yeah, they're not going to be pushing for a playoff spot. The, the players' mindset, they really know deep down that they're not going to be in the playoffs, but they're still going to be playing like they they have a, a chance to get in. They should be playing like that because really they're playing for the next contract, the job, and all that you know that that normal stuff. But from a the fans' perspective, we can't look at the first half of the year and say, oh, they beat this team, uh, that team, and and they should beat this team and that team. Like the team, the teams are uh, the Red Wings are so different. The teams that they're playing against are so different. Really, the the Red Wings are now uh, they've taken a step back, and well, as far as the play goes, and they I, we'll see how it goes in the off season. I, I think I still think the Red Wings are a bed, in a better position from an so, organizational standpoint than they were in the beginning of the year. So, on that comment, Connor, you know, last week we talked about John Cooper's comment about as far as like getting a, a ready now player mm-hmm. versus picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we saw with this, this recent transactions, a lot of more picks. Um, I don't think we got any players in return, if I'm not mistaken. We got, we got some, but yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. But my, my point being is, so, you know, I never really thought about John Cooper's statement or what you said last week until you, you said it and it started resonating with me. And uh, that was a very good, like, it, it's so hard to draft and, and think that you're going to actually have an NHL ready player. So it's like, do you think we made the right moves by drafting, or do you think Eisen's going to use these picks as like leverage to actually get players, or do you yeah, think he's I, actually, or is he going to actually use these picks to actually pick up prospects? I think it's both. I mean, he the the reason that we got these later draft picks, like okay, you get a fourth rounder, you get a fifth rounder, seventh rounder, whatever. I think those are just add on pieces. I mean, look how much those are thrown around. But I think there's some misconceptions. So when you're a team that is in a position and in a short period window where in a win now or win next year mode, it, it's way different from where the wings are where if you're, if you're Tampa, if you're Boston, you're any of these Toronto, even mm-hmm. the draft picks don't do anything because to John Cooper's uh, and other comments too, uh, they're not the, the player. You have such a small percentage uh, percent chance of having drafting a player. That's going to be a, a player, not even like that next year, but the following year too. So for them, it doesn't mean mm. anything where the Red Wings, where it's a little bit different is we have so much longer for players to become an NHL player. 
And it, it kind of goes hand in hand. You have right? that luxury like, of having you have that. The lux- you have the luxury of time. Uh, where And then also on that, too, is John, they were talking about, like Tampa was talking about, hey, you have like a, a, you know under 3% chance if you draft higher, basically higher than the first round of having an NHL player. And I think that's that's totally fair. And that's exactly what I was saying, too. Like draft draft picks mean a lot, but they, they're not the end-all, be-all. The problem is, or the, the good thing with the Red Wings is they have so many draft picks that I want to see the chances when you have multiple first-rounders the chances mm-hmm. of landing somebody that is a solid NHL player, I would have to imagine. I don't have the stat in front of me, but goes up exponentially. So I, I do think it's totally a good thing. And they're drafting high in the so, first round too. So one low. thing, so one thing that same person said is that our, our our farm system is kind of suspect at the, at the moment, which I disagreed. I disagreed with them. I was like, I think we have one of the better prospect pools. Who's saying this? <laughs> I mean, he's a, like he watches sports. Like it, it's a it's a guy okay. like golf like with. badminton or was pickleball. I think mostly. Okay, yeah, um, no not hockey. Uh, well, he also got mad at me about the lift stuff too. He said that's the dumbest stuff ever. Lift can go pretty much go fuck themselves. Um, I mean, and... so they're just it's fine with that. I'm, this person's just firing off takes that they know nothing about apparently, um, uh, which I is mean, fair, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that's a typical hockey fan. It was just interesting because you know, mm. talking to him yesterday and him knowing I have a podcast, he's sitting there pretty much talking to me. And then I was like, "Oh, kind of like talking like what we're saying." He's like, "No, no, we need draft that's picks. It. We need draft picks. Thank God Bertuzzi's gone. Thank God Ronick's gone. Thank God all these guys are gone. We need draft picks." I'm like, "Well, I didn't think we're. I don't think we we like needed all these draft picks, but I get why these moves were made." Well, I think that you can have a if you want to have a conversation with that person and say, "Hey." Uh, you can have draft picks, but your reasoning for wanting draft picks is ridiculous. To say that we have a bad farm system is just not. That's you're. That's the first time I've ever heard that from anybody. That that's incorrect. Hockey. Like no, like any any, a, any any hockey any, analyst would say vice versa. They say we have a great farm system. Yeah, everybody's like, oh wow, well, yeah. If you're a Wings fan, you got to be really happy with where you know who's coming up, who like who you have in the in the system right now. Your past yep. couple of draft picks. Um, that tells. So when somebody says says something like that. It's like one of those immediate like, okay, well, now I just don't have to listen to you because you don't know what you're talking about. So that's great for me. Thank you for telling me a a ridiculous statement. So on that about the farm system, I said something. What was it last week or so? We we had a conversation about COSA. My boy, my boy COSA. um, This was again, March 6th. I sent this to the team or to the the boys. Seven and oh. 0.86 0.86 goals against average, 0.96 save percentage, three shutouts since February mm-hmm. 8th. Coase has allowed one goal or fewer in each of his last six starts. He is tied with John Lethman for ECHL lead with four shutouts. Um, <laughs> great for him. I, I, again, I hope it's I hope it's a Raymond type situation. Um, honestly, I'm I'm starting to think you may be. I think you brought it up. He may be playing in the AHL next year, and I don't see why he wouldn't be sniffing a couple games in the NHL. Honestly, uh, uh, we will see him in preseason next year, guaranteed. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get. You don't want to shoot his confidence down, but his nope. confidence is through the roof right now. He's clearly ready for the AHL. I mean, it's not going to do him any good. First of all, there was talk about not really talk, but you know, like, hey, up. don't. Well, not no. Even before the season of like, hey, does he play? Does he even go to the ECHL? Does he play? Uh, back in like major junior, oh, um, you know, and like he was clearly ready to get out of that league. He's clearly ready to get out of this league. He clearly belongs in the AHL. Um, and then, yeah, to your point, depending on how he does, then he should sniff a few games, like if he deserves it. And if not, then spend the whole year down there, 
get your tempo, get like all these things down. And then, you know, you'll be, you'll be good to go. See, that's the one thing I feel like for the AHL, like where it makes, makes a good, a good waypoint, I guess, for players to get up. Like when you think of like forwards and defensemen, like the AHL is almost like a step down. Like sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can kind of think of it as like the stepping stone, right? Like you mm-hmm. get to the AHL and then you get to the NHL. Um, but like with goalies, I feel like it's like that next piece. Like you need to like prove yourself in the AHL then you kind of make it to the NHL. I think like Spencer Knight was one of the few goalies that pretty much just went from college to NHL, if I'm not mistaken. Like recently. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure there's, there's lots of goalies that done it, but yeah, to your, to your point. Yeah. There hasn't been too many. And for goalies, it's such a, it's such a, a timing thing. Like a lot of the goalies are working on their craft and uh, in practice and everything, but most of them have a lot of the different things down. Like, Hey, you have your angles down, you have everything down, but because the the pace of play and the game style is so different from like the major junior to the coast to the A to the NHL. Um, and like the style of play overall, when you think about it from a forward and defensive point of view, isn't that different. The speed is different, but for a goalie, it's a lot about the, just like the overall timing of getting, you know, guys in front of your face, getting pucks on net. The, I mean, look at some of the goals you see in the NHL, like literally like from the side of the net, like how the hell, how did you get that in there? You know, it's yeah. so, like different angles that, you know, I, I feel like, well, it's just in passing. Yeah, and it's just passing plays, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to be pushing off your post to the other post. You have to be knowing like your angles perfectly and knowing like this that style of play as a goalie. Uh, mm-hmm. I you know I just think that it, it does take that stepping stone of like okay you've conquered the AHL uh, next year hopefully right talking in the future and then um, then you have that confidence going to the NHL and we'll, who knows we'll see we'll see how it goes. He could be a solve for our goalie issues right now, um, and we'll obviously time will tell, but. Right now, it's looking great. Right now, it looks like he's one of the – he is, if not one of the best goalie prospects. So that's good to have that in your farm system. And, yeah, going back to the farm system really quickly because I looked it up, uh, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't drinking the Kool-Aid here. The Red Wings have, by a couple people I looked up, uh, the very worst ranking that I found for the Red Wings' farm system is fourth best in the NHL. Yeah, like, it, makes it goes from first – most people had him at, like, two or three. The the last fourth. place I saw was fourth. Like So, a- so average – two or three average like two yeah so that, that's my point like we we eiserman's like what gets me is you can't say we have a bad farm system and then be like oh well look at tampa it's the same like eiserman's doing the exact same thing he did in tampa in my opinion like it, he's 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 building that like here in here in a couple of years we're going to be another team to reckon with it's going to yeah. be like it's going to be like the old days when we watched playoff hockey all the time and we weren't we were spoiled um yeah, and hopefully at that point, like if you look at Tampa's farm system right now, uh, it's not. It's like that's part of what the whole regroup looks like. Look at Chicago right now. Look at the Red Wings uh, three years ago. You you get rid of your farm system because that means you did a good job because they're playing in the NHL. Yeah, it's great to recoup that through drafts, but the reason that you're able to actually build a, a dynasty is because you have to give up a lot of those draft picks to get top end players to fill out the rest of your first, second, third, fourth lines, um, and then like it just Boston. hurt. Yeah, I mean Boston in in three years is going to be oh uh, well probably next year even they're gonna be they're gonna be hot garbage but holy shit real quick um I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. Boston has has clinched the playoffs um with only sixty four games played in the season they have fifty wins overall nine um regulation losses um a hundred and five points stupid yeah yeah um that is ridiculous I was trying to find the list of uh where the where tampa ranks because just because i think the red wings that it's a good look into the future mm-hmm. of how you build like a team first of all if you win cups and all these different these different runs and have this really good team 
they have the uh, they're in last place, the thirty second ranked team uh, as far as farm systems go. Tampa, yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, no. look at the, look at all the cap space issues they had. Look at the the three years of solid like. I mean, granted, they're great this year, but three years of solid hockey they played. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to have you know anybody in your depth and you're trading players away to kind of build that up to your point. Yeah, in Boston's twenty nine. Like, so you see these good teams. Boston's team, twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're horrible. Uh, the only team that I feel bad for right now is Vancouver. They're they're ranked very. I don't. So I, I'm just trusting these rankings. I don't know. So I'm trusting like the hockey writers that are, that are writing these. Vancouver's like thirtieth, 29th, somewhere in that ballpark, mm. and they're just and they're not good either. So that that is what you don't want to be in. They got Ronick. That they're gonna have to pay yeah. next year. Yeah. In 19 years when Vancouver's good again, uh Ronick is not going to be in the league. Yeah, no <laughs> so shit. That was the most mind I the more I think about that trade, the more if I was a fan, I'd be like, what are we doing? Like what well, <laughs> what in the world are we well, doing? Well, that's a that I mean, Eisenman literally fleeced one over on him. Like there's there's as Vancouver, there's no no reason you'd want to trade away a first rounder. I don't know. Eisenman must have been like Wait, they're actually. Oh, yeah, sure. I guess if you if you want to, he, he must have been expecting a no or knew something about something. Uh, you know what's going to be funnier? Because Ronick's a is Ronick an RFA or UFA? I, I, was, I, don't, I don't remember. Shit, I, this this one cracks me earlier. up. I, I, I'm waiting for this to happen. One team, they're like, you know, let's, let's say it's like Larkin and Eisman's like, all right, hey, go play, go play for this team for you know the next like three months, and then we'll resign you in the off season. But we're mm-hmm. gonna get a bunch of draft picks in the meantime. Like, I, yeah. like, did you think that shit ever goes down in all seriousness? Um, or is that like collusion and that's not allowed? I don't know what like technically classifies as collusion. That seems like it'd be kind of, that seems like it would be collusion by definition, but I don't know if that's technically not allowed in the NHL, but I feel like that happen, that does happen though. Like teams I, will get yes. traded and so. Yeah. And then, and then they don't sign them and then all of a sudden they're back on the original team and it's like, okay, that was weird. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things I was thinking about the other day. I was like, did, do you think you just went to Ronick? Like, listen. We're gonna fucking lose. Go play with this other shitty team. We'll sign you in the offseason. We're gonna get a couple draft picks. We'll see it. We'll see it. Like I I don't know. It's just one of those things I was thinking about because to your point, it doesn't make sense for Vancouver to make that trade. Like hell yeah for us, but like for Vancouver, like what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, and even the uh, I mean for Boston, you have to go all in. Um, The Bertuzzi trade, Jesus man, you give up. uh, You're really just. I I guess it's not even fair to say like your your future's already mortgaged, so it doesn't really matter at this point. Boston, the Boston team. Let's just take a gander here, real quick. Bergeron, Bertuzzi, Coyle, DeBrusque. Um, well, Hall, Hall, and Foligno are injured. Um, Krejci, Marshawn. Of course, you can't forget Pasta. Oh, speaking of Pasta, pa- freaking Cider got hit in the face yesterday with a Pasta slap shot. Mm. Um, I think he's okay though. It didn't look like he, anything really happened, but he immediately went down to the ice. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I was like, that's not good. <laughs> shut him down for the, shut all these guys down for the season. Apparently give, give some of these other guys a chance, I guess. Um, Yeah. McAvoy Orloff. I mean the Orloff, I think that was a big, a big move to bolster their, their, their blue line for Boston. Honestly, Um, that has added huge depth in their back end. Yeah, I mean they got depth in the front end and back end. And well, I know, but I'm saying the Orloff was a good one. Like I was like, no, oh, it was. Yeah, I'm just saying like they they got depth all over the place. It's that's crazy. what I'm saying. So it's funny because I was listening to Chicklets and they're like, for the first time ever, I haven't listened to Chicklets in years, but I was listening. They're talking about that Bertuzzi trade, and they're like, you know, you have a couple players out right now. You know, what line are you going to put them on? Who the fuck cares? Yeah, it doesn't who matter. Who cares what? Who cares what line you put them on? It doesn't matter. The all four lines are stupid. It well, doesn't matter. The, them. So you get to the playoffs, and then you're going to have multiple guys go down being injured it's like it doesn't 
every single team is going to go through it. You're never going to have a fully healthy lineup. Like you just men- mentioned, you got a couple guys out right now, a couple big pieces out right now for Boston. You get Bertuzzi in, he's going to fill one of those slots. Okay, they get healthy. Now Bertuzzi's going to get hurt because he gets hurt every four games. But <laughs> like, and then, or it's somebody else. Uh, and, you know, and away you go. So You're, you're not wrong about Bertuzzi, though. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so Boston's been killing it. Um, what else we got? They're playing again Boston today. Connor and I were talking before we recorded. We're idiots and didn't realize it was a 130 game. I guess we did, but didn't speak up. Um, but it doesn't yeah, really matter. It's, yeah, I was going to say it's Sunday, so it's before the game. We don't know what's going to happen, but we do know what's going to happen. Um, and it's a 4-1 loss is what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't disagree. Who's in, who's in net today? Because Kosa... I know. Kosa, excuse me. Huso. Um, like... I feel kind of bad for him when he has to play those back-to-backs. Those are rough for goalies. Um, yeah, I mean, especially against Boston. I didn't know what, who. So <laughs> I told you before is that I was out. Uh, we were we were running around yesterday, so I didn't know who was playing. Did did uh, he play yesterday? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, uh, I thought it was. I thought I, I, read I was. The, I was technically at the golf simulator yesterday, so I was watching it like kind of like haphazardly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a gander here. Andrew Cobb, the, the Chiasen guy, is that Chiasen or Chiasen or? It's Helberg played. Helberg played. What's that guy's name? Chiasen? Chiasen? Yeah, that's who I was saying. Remember you said we didn't get any draft picks or any players. Yeah, I forgot about him. He had a nasty between the leg uh, pass to Larkin, set him up. I posted well, it on the Instagram. It was dirty. Yeah, against Chicago. Yeah, that was, I mean, not saying much, but it was dirty nonetheless. You ever yeah. had any of those? You ever had any of those, Connor? Between the leg passes? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, but they weren't to Larkin. <laughs> not even to his brother uh, maybe maybe to his brother oh there you go so you can say you can say the larkin no one, yeah. no one has to know yeah yeah i guess no. it's it's not it wasn't against chicago yeah there you go that's, that's, that's a better way to say it. um what else we got so red wings have been playing mediocre hockey you know what's what's your expectation for him for the rest of the season connor like what do you what do you expect to see out of him um what, what's your goals for him i guess what i'm trying to get at here I don't know. I mean, for me, I just look at like most of the season too. I'm not looking for them. I wasn't ever watching them as like, wow, this is going to be a 19 game playoff left. team. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be. Uh, I'm looking at it on an individual player basis. Okay. Uh, so I'll be looking at different players. I'm just curious on Larkin just to make sure that his mindset was good too. Like, I think that his mindset won't change. But I mean, think about it for a regular player, a regular person. It's so hard, um, especially when you're just a regular guy. If you get this huge contract or something like that, imagine just getting like millions of dollars. It's so hard. You have to be mentally strong enough to, uh, to then work for that and just make sure you're giving it at all. You're all on a bad team too. Um, these guys in the NHL are so competitive and they're so they've been doing this for so long. I, I, it won't change, but just something, just something to watch. I haven't seen anything so far. It looks great. Um, in the, in the first couple of games since his contract signing, uh, but so like guys like that, guys just like our our guys that are core moving forward, just making it's just I care about more. I care about watching them more than some of the like other guys. Indi- like yeah, individual yeah, growth, essentially. Yeah, overall. And like hopefully some of the guys get picked up. I'll be curious to watch who's in the lineup, who's not in the lineup, um, who's getting scratched, who's not. And then uh, then who gets called up from the A. I, I feel like Eiserman has that. a little bit more of an opportunity to kind of I say Eiserman, it's Lalonde, but Eiserman has a little bit more opportunity to kind of mix and match with what he like what kind of players he wants to see out there and what he was doing because I, I feel like to your point, playoffs are not in the picture, but he is wanting to see 
what kind of hockey team we have. So moving, you know, moving into the offseason, he knows what pieces he wants to keep or, or, or move. Yeah. What kind of like hockey players we have too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, like when you're down, when, 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 when you know, you're kind of out of the fight, how are you going to react? You're going to be like, ah, eh, fuck it. Or you're going to be like, yeah. Hey, let's fucking play some hockey. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you want to see how the guy, yeah, exactly. You want to see how the guys, uh, like respond to adversity. And a lot of these guys right now, cause the team's just been not very good at, they have responded pretty well. They know how they, you got to learn how to lose as well. Like everybody always says, oh, yeah. um, we Boston. Def, definitely know how to lose. Well, oh, Boston lost for a while before this, this little run here and you had some guys, but yeah, this year they don't, not exactly. I, I, I'm still university. Uh, all, right, all right. Hold on. Before we move on Boston, what do you think they're going to end their, their season at with losses? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, they're losing, they're like going like 15 and three every 18 span. So like, they want to have 18, 19 games left. Six, uh, there's to see Boston. They have 18 games left. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just depends if they're trying to go for any records for. So that's what I'm saying. So if you're Boston, I, sorry to sidetrack. If you're Boston right now, you know where the fuck you're at. You know, you've mm-hmm. been playing hockey. Are you thinking, Hmm, let's go. Let's, let's, let's try to get this record. Or are you just saying, Hey, let's just keep on doing our thing. Let's play hockey. Like, let's not get like focused on other bullshit. Like, let's just stay focused on, on, on the end, on the end goal here. What do you yeah, think? I mean, uh, it, it's really hard to say. So if I was a coach or if I was the GM, I'd be having a meeting with a lot of your, your top end guys and bringing them in and say, Hey guys, what do you want to do? I'm fine with whatever. Do you want to go for it? Do you mm. want to like, are we tired? Like a lot of the guy, top end guys are, they're seasoned vets at that point. Um, so if they're competitive and they want to uh, go out and win and, and get this record, that's one thing. But it's not like they're they've played four seasons. They have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games under their belt, and then they're yeah. about to play another. And and mind you, they played a lot of playoff games as well. So that's like multiple seasons more than just your eighty-two game season. So uh, I, I'd throw it on them to be like, "How are you guys feeling? Like I don't want anybody to get hurt or whatever." Yeah, that's that's a that's an interesting take. You know, I never really thought about that. Like the coach and the GM would kind of be like, go to those those veteran players, like, hey, what are you guys feeling like? You know, <clears throat> yeah. Because I thought the GM would be like, hey, we're gonna go for this record because I want it to look good. You know, you, you know how like I feel like GMs want the banners up and stuff like that. And so like certain circumstances, like like we're gonna push for this. Like we're gonna we're gonna get this done. But I I like your your uh, your mindset better. It's a little bit better for the players, and I feel like it's less pressure and lets them play their game. Yeah, it depends on the team too. If you had a younger team, you had a team that's uh, that's like a random, like wow, we're having a really great season. We can like make Vegas a play for it. Vegas um, inaugural season. Yeah, something. Yeah, like that. Or I mean, there's well, most teams other than like Tampa and Boston right now. If you're kind of in the hunt, like even Toronto at this point, I'd I'd shut it down. <laughs> did, if you, you're, <laughs> did you see or, that damn video I said about about Austin Matthews? Those guys talk about Austin Matthews, like how he wants out of Toronto, so he literally purposely sniped. Uh, um riley's yeah. finger to, to yeah. get him to get him on our because he's like shit we might make it out of the first round <laughs> <laughs> i was dying laughing because like that dude can dot an eye with his pucks i'm like yeah you're probably right he's pretty damn accurate <laughs> with his pucks yeah but dude, i don't think he really like he wouldn't break someone's finger but i was just dying laughing no, I was like, not. <laughs> i'm just like that's so fucking funny though <laughs> poor austin can you imagine though being stuck in toronto that long and not ha- like you you've done nothing like great you scored a shit ton of goals but like as a team you've done nothing yeah but i i mean i don't know i have a different perspective man. what do you You're got what do you got king in boston are you kidding me oh why would i hate being in area i'm sorry in toronto. toronto why would i why would you hate it because you're not winning who gives a shit like you really I mean, think yeah so? you no they're like, going to win like all right you got to look at it you're gonna be like matt yeah he wants to win he wants to get out of the first round but it's not like he's getting 
out of the rink and people are throwing stones at him. This guy is getting like rose petals at his feet as he yeah. walks around one of the best cities in North America. True. So, True. While while also being unbelievably rich. What, what do you think about McDavid? Do you think he wants out of uh, Edmonton? Uh, well, he signed a long term deal there, so probably not. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so when you think of these players that are like, like Matthews, because like it's you you have like Larkin, right? You think of when you think of Larkin, you think of the Red Wings. When you think of Matthews, mm-hmm. you think of Toronto. So it's yeah. like it's so funny when you see these players in their older years transfer to other teams. Because I remember, like, I'm trying to think of a, a like a prime example of a player just like. What, um Kane? <laughs> Kane yeah Kane um like when when Fedorov went to the Ducks mm-hmm. it's just kind of like eh, it's kind of weird yeah like, I mean I I don't know I, it's nice to get traded to some of these teams that you want to play in but like a lot of the I mean the guys don't really they care because like hey certain places are better to live in and whatever but I mean for some of these top end guys like McDavid living at Edmonton right now he can't do anything wrong. He can run for mayor and immediately get it right. Like he can't. He literally <laughs> can't do anything wrong. He's putting up historical uh, seasons. This one being his best so far. He's getting. He's super rich. And at the end of the day, you have an unbelievable house. You uh, you leave in the summer if you want. You can go anywhere. Uh, like I, I don't know if you if it's very different if you have this big contract, this big ticket. And you, you're not doing well because those Canadian fan bases will. Oh, you so as, long as, as long as you're doing well, they'll they'll do whatever you want. So I don't really, I mean, those guys in Toronto. There's a couple guys that are in that where they're like, this probably this sucks. Like we need to get out of here because can't do it again. Um, but you know, if they get a kicked out in the first round again, those top end guys doesn't matter what you did in the season. Then they're going to be getting shit for it from the fans. Right now, I don't think Matthews is is one of those people, but he could be if they don't get out of the first round. And again, did you see the little Matthews McDavid skirmish the other night? No, they both got two minutes for a little like roughing, but uh long story short, Matthews hit him, And then McDavid, they're kind of like, sh- like, you know, cross check. And then McDavid slashes him with slashes his stick out of his hand. So the ref <laughs> takes both of them. I'm just laughing. I was like, it's always funny when you see like stars like that, like getting a little skirmish. Cause it's not like your typical, like, lower yeah. level people like they'll just fucking drop gloves and punch each other in the face mm-hmm. <laughs> like those those high end stars are slashing each other kind of you know cross check and like fuck yeah it. the gm's gonna like jump out of this suite if he sees them drop their gloves like oh. no nobody <laughs> like what are you doing yeah you know, i don't think they'd be stupid enough to do that not uh, anyway. right so let's see here what else we got anything else connor uh i mean unfortunately we don't have too much with the red wings i will say that the people that have the over-unders right now have to be sweating a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one thing that I feel like people don't take into account when they bet that over or under is the team really has to to play well and be in a position where you think that the GM Eisman in this case is going to be buyers at the deadline. Cause if you're sellers, then usually you're you, not gonna, you have no idea what's going to happen at the second it's like last a mixed, quarter of the season. It's a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get. Could be never, a- never know. Um, and, and at, at the end of the day, those people that wanted the over of that, uh, that point line, they probably wish they just didn't do anything. Um, and, but now they they were sellers. They lost a lot of points off the board. And hopefully the Wings can just, you know, sometimes I can give you a little juice and you can end the season all right. But, man, they're in world of hurt. Uh, the good news is I did get to my uh, um, quarter season for next year. I think I'm going to do a half season. Split with a couple of buddies for hockey. Nice. Nice. Hey, you'll be you'll be on the what? You'll be on this side. Good. I can invite you to some games. I'll drag Perfect. your ass too. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, I don't got anything else, Connor. Um, let's go watch some hockey at one thirty. Maybe the wings might do something 
cool. Yeah, I, I will end with people that are talking about the Red Wings just going completely backwards. The way that I was looking at it is I felt like the Wings in the offseason over between last year to this year, they maybe took, call it like five steps forward. And I would say this deadline, they maybe took two to three steps back. But they're still probably two to three steps better than they were at the beginning of last year. And I yep. think it's going to be that transition or that transgression of like, you take big steps, you take small steps back, you take big steps again, you take small steps. And at the end of the day, you're only taking steps bigger because you're being buyers once you get to that yep. that point. So um, that's the one I mean, thing I'll leave with people with because I know people are like, well, what the hell? They're just going backwards at the same spot. Like, I don't think they're in the same spot. I think they're a little bit better, which is what you want to be. I do too, to your point, Connor, and it's going to be an interesting off season. I think we're going to see a lot of signings that we weren't expecting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and some of those guys are coming up from the from the farm system. And yep. it'll, it'll, you know, Marco Casper's doing great. You got a lot of guys in the AHL right now. Solderblom. Yep. Um, so Edmondson and and all those guys. So. Yep. Yeah, so cool. it'll be interesting to see the off season. Um, hopefully, the Red Wings can pull one out this week. Um, they got Boston. Let's see here. Boston, Nashville, and then Colorado. Colorado will be at the game on Saturday. Um, so that'll, that'll be good. And then, you know, hopefully we get one one win. I'd like to see him at least win against Nashville. Um, I, know I, know we, I know we can win against Colorado. I've seen it happen. Um, it's going to be rough, though. I'm thinking probably going to be rough. They're, playing, uh, they're probably playing as good as Boston or any other team in the league right now. Well, they're, they're ramping up. They're getting ready for playoffs. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, they're finally healthy. They're, they've got... Uh, of all the teams that could go at Boston, they're probably right up there. Uh, it, the, the one thing that they got going for them is they got a way easier path than Boston does to get to the finals. Boston's yeah. going to be in the battle, and they might like sweep the first two rounds because they're that good, but I don't care. It's going to be hard hockey where the West, is, Colorado, this, hopefully could be able to walk in. This is one of the years Edmonton. I'm pretty excited. This is one of the years I'm pretty excited for Stanley Cup playoffs. Like I'm always excited, but I feel like this year you have like this, you know, this top tier per team that you're just like you just want you, you expect them just to take over yeah. and it's like it's just hockey playoffs so that never usually happens so uh, yeah i just love hockey playoffs it's like i i, I get the same excitement every year it's a new sport more or less but like i think i'm just the same you know how you mentioned it's like a new season it really is a new season like i feel it like is. it's like it's like the start of the playoffs like that's like a whole a whole different season than what we just watched the 82 games of 100 percent. we saw it we've been seeing it with crosby over the last like 10 years where Early up, earlier in his career, he was putting up crazy numbers, and he still does, obviously. But you watch, you're watching a, a different player in the playoffs because he knew he could just mail it in the regular season, and be like, "All right, yeah, whatever, I'll get my points, we'll get to the playoffs because our team's so good." Um, you see that with a lot of these guys; they're watching different players play hockey in the playoffs versus the regular season. Yep, hundred um, percent. All right, well, let's get the puck out of here, and we'll see you next year. See you.